You've begun a new year, and with it, many emotions have come right along with you. How can you make forward progress while still lovingly addressing feelings of loss and disappointment? Nurturing your mental and emotional health provides a solid foundation to your overall health and wellness. Hello, and welcome to the Connect Podcast. This show is all about helping you connect to your soul's calling so you can take action on it. Because the sweetest success is a blend of discovering your purpose with the inner drive to bring it to life. I'm Sheila Botello, health coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and mom of two, best known for my online wellness programs, mentoring, and self-love passion. Listen in for inspiring interviews, solo chats, and Q&A sessions that will move you past overwhelm towards what lights you up. Stop accepting good enough and go for your version of great in your health, business, and relationships. Let's get started. Hi, welcome to the podcast. This episode is a recording from a recent live video. In it, I share some thoughts about how to accept, sit with, and move through emotions of loss. I hope you find it encouraging. Here it is. Hey there. I am here to talk today about self-care during times of grieving. And the year of 2020 has been one where I think people have grieved a lot of different things. Loss of work, of traditional way of living, of having time for themselves, loss of a regular childhood for their kids. Um, there's just so many things that we've all experienced. And of course, with the pandemic, people have lost their lives. And it's not maybe the most joyous thing to be thinking about right now. However, as we look back on the year of 2020, moving through those emotions is really important. And this is a week where I am experiencing uh, an anniversary, actually. Tomorrow will mark three years since my mother passed away. And my podcast that released today actually goes into a little bit of detail about that because it's backing up some of the tools that I use to access more joy as I'm coming out of the times of grieving, because we can hold joy and grief at the same time. I've been talking about this lately in a number of different conversations. And when we think about tough times, when we think about the things that we need to be shifting into different ways of living and being and working and all the extra attention we need to be giving to all of these other things, very often self-care falls to the very bottom of the list. And then soon we are the people who are needing to be taken care of. So I wanted to come on today and just talk a bit about self-care, some things that have helped me when I've been going through a grieving time in order to lift myself up while I'm allowing the emotions to come through. I think that's probably the number one thing when it comes to grief, when it comes to loss of any kind, whether it's something that you could control or you couldn't control, that sense of loss, even sense of loss of self-control, loss of control, all of it. Um, we can have a sadness and a grief that, that comes up for us. And It is when we can access something that brings us joy, something, a time even in the past that brought us joy, something in the present that can shift our thinking a little bit. These are lifelines that I have grabbed onto while I've been going through the experience of grief and loss. 
and certainly not negating the feelings. It's so important to feel those feelings. Whatever you're going through, allow your body to feel it, and that allows you to move through it. And I actually reached out and asked a question um, to some people about how often this year did the emotions of grief come up for them this year, and whether it is a person in their life or grief from loss of their old life and the way it has been, and then how have they navigated. So I'm gonna share some of their thoughts, I'm gonna share some of mine, because over the last seven years, I've experienced a, a whole bunch of different kinds of loss in my life, of mainly of people, and each time I've learned something new. And the number one thing, like I said, to feel those feelings, that has been so powerful, because we do live in a culture that doesn't give us a whole lot of time to work through our grief. Very often people have been socialized to tamp it down, just keep going, get busy, keep moving so that you don't have to think about it. But the body keeps score on what's going on in the mind. And anyone who's gone through burnout will tell you that really tuning into their body and how they're feeling and their emotions is so important. It's crucial for your overall well-being. And as a result, the quality of the life that you're living, the way you're showing up in the world, and acknowledging how you're feeling is so important. So the first experience seven years ago that I had when my sister passed away, which really was the impetus for me to start blogging about self-care, even though I had been in the wellness business for over 20 years, um, it was her illness and the conversation I had with her about her being ready to finally look at her life and do some things differently and do some things differently energetically. And she wasn't coming from a place of, ooh, I made this happen to myself. That wasn't it. I think the thing she realized was that she was really out of touch with how her body had been feeling for a while. And any sort of inner stress, um, that she may have been experiencing and being able to advocate for her health in a really powerful way by being really connected to how she was feeling and what her body was telling her. So that, as I was dealing with that loss and walking with her, the very first thing was for me to, certainly my spiritual connection, my faith was very, very much a part of helping me through that but I didn't do it alone. I had a beautiful supportive community around me that was available for me to talk to and to work through these emotions. And the next thing I did was I really got out in nature even more on a daily walk. And I moved through the emotions. I physically moved through the emotions. And of course, all of the other healthy eating and getting enough rest and proper sleep was a big part of my healing process there. So it almost comes back to the very, very simple things when we're dealing with any kind of big loss in our life. Because the, the key is not just to shove it aside and just to get through it as fast as possible. The key is to tune into yourself and feel how you're truly feeling so you can make forward progress in the time that is required. Knowing that there is no timeline on grieving is incredibly important. And the next several losses uh, of people in my life, some family members, um, some nephews of mine who were far too young 
And um, that experience, again, coming together collectively, working through that. And now recently, three, well, recently, wow, three years flew. Three years ago, my mother, they, I go into more detail about her story, like I said, on the podcast, the Connect with Sheila Batello podcast episode, I believe it's 35. And it's all about how to access joy while you're going through grief. I did find there was a story in there about some grief she and I traversed together while she was still here. And the top tools that I learned from that was the honesty of allowing all emotions to be on the table and nothing nothing um, covered up. Being completely brutally honest with yourself and with someone else and moving through those those experiences and those conversations really helped. Um, and then also allowing permission to find joy, even when it seemed absolutely ridiculous to, to feel joyful. So often we can be going through a difficult time and then something makes us laugh or smile and we feel guilty because, well, we should be grieving, we should be sad. And I think we need to get rid of the word should, especially in this circumstance. You need to allow for the joy to emerge when it emerges because it's very healing and finding things that make you laugh and smile in a memory or something like that. It really helps to release some of the emotions and it helps to connect us with this idea that our life is a full spectrum of emotions. We're happy, we're sad, we're disappointed, we're joyous, we're frustrated, we're uh, expectant about something big, we're anticipating something, we're tired, we're energetic. There's so many different emotions and feelings and we need to embrace them all and allow them to emerge and not, not make ourselves wrong for having those emotions. And so the final thing with my mother's experience when she passed away, something that helped me, this was, it was very big. Um, I could look back to my losing my sister seven years ago. And at that time it was five years prior. And I could see the way I had changed and the mindset I had and what I allowed myself to experience. The, in addition to getting out in nature, talking to my support circle. Hi, Gigi, so glad you're here. Just talking about how we handle grief and loss. And I know you've had a year this year also. So feel free to share uh, any tips as, uh, as I'm talking here. But including getting out in nature, including talking to my circle of support and caring for my health and drinking enough water, getting enough rest, allowing myself to go slow was huge. Allowing myself to slow down, to say no to things, to look at my calendar and actually move things, take them off completely and physically walking slower and doing the various things I needed to do each day slower in losing my mom, I realized just how I was trying to cram so much into my days. And I think it's an epidemic for people, particularly caregivers, particularly women. We find a spare moment. We got to cram something in there. We got to be productive. We got to get stuff done. And so allowing myself to go slowly. This was an idea, actually, that I learned 
from uh, Kate Northrup's mother, Christian Northrup, Dr. Christian Northrup, who talks about that very thing, the whole, the seasonal elements of our cyclical nature as women, there are times where we just don't have as much energy. So allowing ourselves to take it more slowly. And that's resonated from me, for me so much over the last several years and putting it into practice really, really helped me through this experience in losing my mother. So those are some very basic things. I go into more details in, uh, in the podcast that you can listen to. And, oh, yes, Gigi, we are in sync today with grieving. Oh, thank you so much, Gigi. Thank you. And so I'm going to share with you a couple of things people have shared with me about their experience, about how often the emotion of grief has come up for them this year, either a person in their life or their old way of life and how they've navigated it. Jenna says, probably every single day. So every single day of 2020, I have a few techniques I use, but tapping is my favorite. And I say every day, but maybe not that often. Sure feels like it though. Although as someone who has lost her mom, dad, maternal grandmother, great grandmother and grandfather and grandparents and just so many people, I have had to share my loss and grieve each one at various times and stages in my life. So yes, thank you for sharing that, Jenna. Um, there's just so much. And, and the thing is, it may happen at one point in our life, but that doesn't mean the grieving process ends. We continue with it. It peeks its head up every now and then as we're dealing with grief and loss. It pops up in the most mundane times while I'm shopping for produce and I pick up a rutabaga and I smell it. And I remember my mom's garden and how she would be pulling those up and I'd be helping her in the garden and it would take me to her. And then it could make me joyous because of the good memory or it could make me sad because I miss her, you know, dusting her photo off or seeing something that she really enjoyed or, you know, something that she said. And here's a big one, actually, my Youngest son will often tell me when he gives me a hug, he'll say, oh, you remind me of when I have grandma. He said she gave the best hugs. And it's so true. She really did. <laughs> we probably, many of us feel that way about our moms, right? So CJ says, I lost my mother to breast cancer several years ago. And therefore grief creeps up on me randomly. This year I'd been particularly challenging as she had a breakup as well. And so many other things have happened at the end of the day, I practiced lots of self-love and I journaled and I made the decision to forgive myself for a lot of things. Small mindset changes proved to be instrumental in making and dealing with big changes. So, so wise. Thank you for sharing that. That is how we heal. We love ourselves through it, right? We need to, as we're healing ourselves, as we are going through something, we need to have grace on ourselves like we would on someone we care about. We would come to them with that nurturing and tell them it's okay to feel how you're feeling. So we need to give ourselves that grace as well. So thank you for that. Maddie says, again, way more than I'd like. Um, she lost her grandmother and she couldn't see her off because of the pandemic. So that was really challenging as well. And now Yelena says, once for me, inner grief is not related to the outside. Um, and she uses the technique of inner work, inner therapeutics, and 
it allows her to release more deeply the emotions. So hi there, be curious and thrive. Thank you for joining us. I, I see how there's a thread here. It's going inward, right? Our world, much of our world is outward. It's us projecting things out into the world. It's what we're seeing and we're taking it in. But looking within is something we often don't do. We often wait for someone to tell us how we should be feeling, what we should be doing, particularly when it comes with grief. We feel like, are we doing it right? (laughs) Um, And this year, so many people have experienced a grief for the things that they've lost in their life. Um, And the people, like there's been more of it than ever, all at the same time. And all of us collectively are experiencing loss that you know, we're wondering, oh, how do I do this? More people are wondering and asking this question. I think that's why I felt called to do this podcast and have this live also to, uh, to just share some thoughts and to shine a light on it. I'm not an expert on grief. I'm not an expert on how to move through this kind of stuff. I just have a lot of experience personally. And, uh, even from my young life, when I was a teen, I lost a lot of elder, um, family members and uh, had quite a few. My parents were older when I was born. So I had a lot of older people around me and they were all very close to me. And I had to see them go through the aging process, the illness process, and then passing away and processing that as a young person. Certainly it was different back then, my experience of it, than it is now as a grown woman. But we learn new things about ourselves all the time. I just think it's really important we have these conversations, though, because it is so true. We know we were born. We have a birth date. And we know one day we will pass away from this human experience. We know that. We don't like to think about it. (laughs) But it's true. And so how can we move through our life with when we have that acknowledgement and we know how to allow the emotions within us emerge to have grace on ourselves for the feelings that we're having when we're experiencing loss, it makes us human. It makes us more well-rounded. And then when we experience that and allow ourselves to feel those emotions so fully, imagine how awesome those times of joy and celebration are in our life. We want to also feel those fully, but it needs to come from a place of wholeness within ourselves and acceptance and love and grace And of course, hopefully you have a circle, a trusted circle of people, even if it's just one other person who is there to walk with you along any of the losses that you've experienced this year and ongoing, and that you also have them there to celebrate with you. The biggest tip I have, tip, it sounds kind of funny, I'm saying tip when it comes to grieving, but that's what people tend to ask for. Um, The biggest thing I will say is, you know, ultimately, what is your purpose? Why are you still here? There's something for you to do. Maybe you know what it is. Maybe you're right in the midst of it and it's going amazingly and you're totally into it and thriving. Maybe you're in a time of trying to figure it out and you're not sure. It's okay, you're still here. There's time. And when you move through your life with that way, it adds a curiosity to how you live. It adds a creative kind of view as you go about your life. And you become more open 
to connecting with people and to seeing what's going on in the world and to asking questions and seeing, well, how does this, how do I fit into this? How can I help? How can I be of service? Asking that question, how you can be of service is a beautiful way to connect to your purpose and a beautiful way to move through the grieving process. At the various times in my life where I've lost people, like even around the time I lost my mother, there were some other people going through some loss at the time. And I was being supported by my circle and that allowed me to reach out and support that person also. Emotional support being a listening ear. And when you do that, everything expands. And there is some kind of feeling within you where you feel like you are, when you are serving, you are being used for something bigger than yourself. And that brings joy. And it makes, it reminds me that we are all connected. So I'm grateful for the people who shared their feedback about this year. I'm grateful for, for this time that we can be connected in the middle of the day without needing to make any really big plans to make it happen. And that you can see this later on Instagram TV. And I may publish this uh, on a future bonus episode of my podcast, the Connect with Sheila Batello podcast. And as we wrap up right now, I just, I want to send lots of love your way for whatever it is that you're experiencing, that you're going through right now. I just want you to know, energetically, we are all connected, all of us around the world. And I send you feelings of peace and hope as you traverse into the season. I hope that you will allow yourself to feel how you're really feeling so that you can release it, move through it onward into the next emotion as you choose your next steps for the coming year. So thank you so much for being here today. And if you want to reach out, please feel free to send me a DM at Sheila A. Botello on Instagram. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, connect with Sheila Botello, and look for future episodes. Monday, I had an episode, a very short one, all about gratitude. And that is a wonderful way to handle accessing more joy during times of grief and loss also. So thanks for being here. Have an amazing day. And I send you lots of love. If you found yourself amidst some feelings of loss or grief surrounding a loved one or a part of your life that has changed, I hope you feel a sense of peace. If you found it helpful, please share this episode and tag me at Sheila A. Botello on Instagram. It may be just the message someone needs to hear today. As always, these Q&A sessions are for educational purposes only and are not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any health issues you may have, and I highly recommend that you consult with your doctor before beginning any new health protocol. I'll see you next time. Big blessings. Thank you so much for being here with me on the Connect Podcast. If you like this episode, please share it with someone you think would enjoy it. Also, if you head over to iTunes to leave a review, I'd be so grateful. Let us know what your favorite parts were and what you'd like to hear more of. It will help us have a greater impact, elevating many more people to grow and succeed together. See you next time.